This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Pop-ups. We love to hate them. We love to X them out ASAP. But in Apple's long-awaited update to its iOS operating system, which came out this week, there's a new kind of pop-up now appearing on iPhones and iPads, and it's actually one you might end up appreciating, especially if you're concerned about your data or your privacy. Here to explain is Recode's Sarah Morrison. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Teddy. So tell me about this pop-up. What prompts it and what does it do? So this is a feature called App Tracking Transparency. App Tracking Transparency, okay. Yes. And how you might see it in the wild is apps, when you open them, are supposed to present you uh, with a prompt that asks you if you want to allow the app to track your activity across other apps or uh, not. Okay, so those are the two options. What happens if you click allow or not allow? So you have to a little bit get into how this tracking works and basically... Cross-app tracking power is like a huge part of the mobile app economy. It's Mm -hmm. how advertisers and data brokers collect all the information about you that they use to then sell ads to you. And what they do is they'll sneak trackers into like thousands of different apps. And those are all connected to like your device. So if you have a smart TV remote app, like a gas station finder app, weather app, menstrual cycle tracker app, maybe not so relevant for you, Teddy, but others, um, dating apps, game apps, shopping apps, whatever, all the stuff you do across all of them will go back to that one company with the tracker, which you can see gives it a pretty comprehensive profile of you. And meanwhile, you probably have no idea that this company was getting all that information about you in the first place. And so that's the profile that advertisers target ads to. So if you say, do not allow... I don't want to be tracked across apps. Um, Your device will not release this unique identifier, which is what they use to connect your activity across all the apps. So basically the thing they use to target ads to you, to get the profile to target ads to you, they're cut off from a major source of that information. And in the past, if someone was privacy conscious and wanted to make sure that apps didn't have access to their data. You could do it, right? It was just complicated. You had to go in your settings, privacy. It, it, it was a bit of work. Yeah, I think Apple and, and then later Android have steadily tried to make it harder and restricted ways that they can use your identifier. There was a limit ad tracking setting buried in your privacy settings, but this is now right in your face. You see it and you have to make a choice, yes or no. It's, it's an opt-in rather than an opt-out. So it gives the consumer much more awareness and control. And that's why it's so significant, in your opinion, because you think it could recast our relationship with with these apps more broadly? Yeah, I mean, for the user, it's significant because it means you can actually say, like, I don't want to be tracked. And theoretically, you you won't be. It's like a, it's a big step in terms of privacy from companies that were tracking you, you know, in ways that most people probably didn't realize and, again, didn't really have much power to stop. It's also significant, obviously, for the companies that were doing that tracking who will now, you know, 
again, assuming most people say, I don't want to be tracked, and I have to imagine most will, their sort of stream of data from iPhone users is cut off. You think, you think most folks will click don't allow overall? Um, I mean, would you? I, I, I will, yes. <laughs> Apple announced this a year ago, Sarah. I'm curious, what's happening right now? Why is this taking so long? Like, walk me through the timing here. Yes, they announced iOS 14 back in June, and they said that would include this feature, which they then named as app tracking transparency. In September, they then said, we're going to delay this until next spring, aka now, to give developers more time to make required changes. And Mm. I guess, you know, companies get used to the idea that this was going to happen and try to figure out, you know, that their entire business model or a big chunk of it was going to change and figure out a way to, you know, exist without it. And then as of, you know, this week, if you update the 14.5, iOS 14.5, it is now here. But even if you do do that update, you probably won't see a lot of these prompts yet because developers get to pick I see. when they put them in. Um, I haven't actually seen any yet on my phone. Uh, Apple wouldn't tell me what the deadline developers have on that is yet, but some people have seen the prompts. So it's sort of a, they'll be there at some point, just not, maybe not immediately. Got it. And Sarah, what does this mean kind of more broadly for, you know, our relationship with with tech companies when it comes to privacy? I mean, obviously Apple uh, has kind of designed itself to be the most privacy conscious company or so they claim. Uh, do you think this presages, you know, a wave of change within big tech or, or um, is that maybe too Pollyannish a viewpoint? I think it's certainly an indicator that, and you've already seen that all these companies are saying privacy is important to us, privacy forward, we're doing these things for privacy, we're giving you privacy options. You know, they've identified that people are upset that they don't have it or that they feel like it's been invaded. Apple, again, because they don't really have the same advertising model, they've always been able to position themselves as privacy and security conscious. And that's part of the premium that you pay for, you know, with those products. So it's pretty easy for them to say, we're leading this, you know, this wave of privacy forward uh, stuff. But absolutely, we're seeing all these companies, including Facebook and Google, saying we're now privacy conscious. And we're seeing lawmakers um, introducing bills in state and, you know, federally to sort of mandate that. So it's not too Pollyanna-ish to say this is going to be an increasingly important issue at the forefront for big tech going forward, because it has to be. It might be too Pollyanna-ish to say we will have all the privacy that we want and expect um, anytime in the near future. Sure. I mean, obviously, Apple, given the fact that they charge you, you know, a thousand dollars for an iPhone, uh, you know, you can expect maybe some more privacy than if you're uh, at the mercy of the advertising complex that Facebook and Google depend on. So these are all different business models, yeah. which which incentivize different fees of privacy. Uh, Sarah Morrison, thanks so much for joining us. You can read more of her work at recode.net. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. And for folks who have ideas for future episodes or have any thoughts on anything we've just said, shoot us an email at recodedaily at recode.net. <laughs>